lot. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! for the win! Yes! Yes! Hey, coach! Play this kid! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship! The Badgers are going to do it, Mike. They're going to pull this off. 38 and done. They're going to knock off undefeated Kentucky. The slipper still fits! But how about those onions? Ha <laughs> ha! College basketball! Well, uh, finally, we are uh, live then for uh, next episode for Friday's uh, picks and maybe even get into Saturday's uh, um, board. Depends on uh, where it takes us. But um, how about you guys? How's the week been um, so far, betting-wise? Noticed anything that you've been riding, anything you've been uh, avoiding, anything like that? Um, It's going pretty good. I think I'm up. Um, almost five units on the week, so pretty good, pretty good. I think, uh, yeah, we're just riding with teams getting undervalued, like Oakland, like as we mentioned in the last show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's some live dogs on the board that you could probably get some good value on that I just haven't been taking the money line, just been taking some short spreads. But yeah, I think that with the midseason tournaments going on, there's definitely some good value on some of these dogs. Yeah, I'm. Six and one on best bets, so I'm feeling good about that. But just trying to not blow my wagers on some random like live bet that you know I'm watching. But something I've been looking at is is with there's a system to neutral port unders. I mean, not most of the time you see it, but while you're watching it, right when it starts out super hot, you can get some good value, you know, because it is a game of runs. So if it just skyrockets, or let's say you know it's ten points above what their first half total was pre-flop, you know, you got value and edge there maybe, but you're basing it on the game of runs to insist and some regression happening. So it worked today. We'll see if it works tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you got anything, Trevor? Yeah, no, same as you guys, just uh, finding these uh, teams that we've been uh, finding some value on and just attacking them. I mean, UMass Lowell uh, probably should have won outright tonight, but – um, they barely didn't, but it, that's an ASU team that we've all identified as just a bad team and not, a, not just us, but a lot of people. So, um, just same thing, looking at uh, teams to attack and I've, I've kind of got one tomorrow that I'm really liking, uh, initially too. So, um, I guess we will just, uh, hop into the games for tomorrow. Um, I've got, uh, first one, I'll take Butler at, uh, Michigan state, Butler's laying or Butler's catching eight at Michigan State. The over under is one thirty nine and a half. Um, I'm leaning Butler here. Um, Michigan State has not looked good um, at all this year. Um, not saying I mean the the uh, Tennessee scrimmage they look good, but that's a scrimmage um, during the regular season. They've, they've looked suspect. Lost to JMU. Um, excuse me. Uh, lost to Duke. And uh, I'm spacing on the other game, but uh, they did not win that either. So they're sitting at one and two early in the season. Um, finally coming back home. They're going to play in front of the home crowd, the zone. But um, I think Butler's just rolling. That team's shooting the ball right now. They're rebounding. They're playing together, playing fast. Um, they're not making dumb mistakes. Michigan State can't really shoot the ball right now. Um, if that clicks tomorrow and they, they rope Butler, um, so be it. But Thad Mata's got uh, Big Ten experience, too, from Ohio State, so he's going to have these guys ready 
um, not uh, too shaken up from the environment or anything. So I'm going to take Butler plus eight, and uh, I will sprinkle on that money line. I think they're going to win this game. So um, that's where I sit tomorrow for that one at East Lansing. I love it, Trevor. Um, yeah, you know, Butler, new team with Thad Mata last year, and they kind of were pretty bad. But, you know, that's what happens when you're trying to figure out how to play basketball together. And, you know, they're coming in hot. Thad Mata's done a good job. And just something to point out, Michigan State hasn't covered an eight-and-a-half spread in 13 of their last 20. Now, given that's Big Ten play, so there's just always some slobber knockers. But, um, you know, that is telling, and they're they're – they're going to try to be playing way too hard coming off at one and two. And you're right. They lost to JMU um, and, uh, and Duke. So, you know, and they didn't look, they did not look good in the other game that they won um, against Southern Indiana, even of all people, they won by 23, but that's a game you need to win by more as they're a 343rd ranked opponent um, on Ken Palm. So, yeah, I, I think this is a, proving ground for butler i don't trust michigan state to cover at all i think it's a great read and um yeah just want to shout that out uh, yeah it kind of just feels like a spot where people are all expecting michigan state to uh to get right to like ah oh, they're coming home here's the get right spot friday in front of the crowd it's gonna don't get me wrong it's gonna be an electric environment but you know you, you don't just wake up and fix things they've, they've shown the issue of not being able to shoot the ball from deep um which can affect them in the game so not too worried about it being a uh, quote unquote get right spot. Butler's been pretty damn good so far. Yeah, I, and I and I completely agree. And I just think it's a, it's proving ground for Butler too to make sure that they're a legitimate team and playing in a tough conference of the Big East. It's going to be a live total bet for me as well. I'm going to be watching that for live total. Yeah, I'm with you guys. You guys pretty much covered it. I think Butler's. Obviously, on paper, I think Michigan State's a better team and they have the better players, but they're just not clicking right now, and I don't really see them getting up and going against the team that's playing, doing the exact opposite of them. Michigan State's struggling to shoot, struggling to score, and Butler's doing the exact opposite. So yeah, I'll, I'll die with um, Michigan State like bouncing back and getting being in the get-right spot for them, um, but eight points is just too many to, to lay with them versus a, a good Butler team. Mich- Butler defense, number one efficient defense in the country i mean given they've lost to nobody or beat played nobody really but still that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna translate into breslin yeah i think i think butler is definitely live in this i think yeah like trevor said sprinkling it on the money line too is a good call yeah it's not march you don't have to be afraid it is 100 yet yeah exactly um i think it's time for him to retire no i'm just kidding i won't disrespect tom Izzo on here jesus um one that i'm looking at oh go ahead go ahead oh no i was just saying it comes a time everyone's got an end (laughs) yeah eventually it'll come to an end but not yet um i think one that i'm looking at for tomorrow one spot is uh, this miami georgia game i think everyone had their eyes on georgia to to start the season because obviously they're the first game that really um kicked off the season with like actual teams playing. Um, I think a lot of people were on them and um, I just don't really see this team being that good. Um, I think uh, Miami, I think the spread is six and a half. I think Miami could roll the squad or uh, I just, I, I'm just a big believer in Jim Laranega and this guard play for Miami. Obviously they lost their two best guards, but they reload. They have those um, two guys poplar, um, coming off the bench last year, proved that he deserves a starting spot on this team. So I like that. 
Um, I think Miami's going to be able to keep up the pace um, in this game, and I think Georgia's just not going to be able to hang with them. So I like laying the points with Miami um, over a potential spot for me as well, as it's only it is 155 and a half. It is very high, but I wouldn't be shocked if Miami just puts up, um, you know, 85 on this team. Miami's not afraid to run it up, so I like laying with Miami and potentially an overplay for me. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Miami is going to just run rough shot on them. Um, I don't think Georgia is going to be ready for this up-tempo and uh, the pace here. And uh, I was listening to the SGPN guys, and they had a good angle too. It's uh, it's out in the Bahamas, and the Miami kids, they're, they're used to the whole uh, beach atmosphere in life and uh, what it all entails. So I don't think they're really going to be too affected by that versus the Georgia kids. It's essentially like a spring break. So, you know, it might be a little angle there. Maybe they – night out or not uh, focused 100 but i think I, I like that little angle they had too i think miami's going to be be just fine yeah and like per ken palm i'm just looking at some of the advanced stats they have like their adjusted offensive efficiency is 16th in the country their average possession length is fifth in the country so like i said they're ready to push the pace like as fast as they can um effective field goal percentage is 64 and a half which is fifth three-point percentage is 50 which is third like these guys are not afraid to just run the score up um and I don't think Georgia – I mean, Georgia does also play at a very fast pace. They're 14.6 seconds per play, which is 19th. Um, but their offensive stats are very bad, like 45.1 effective field goal percentage. That's 261st in the country, 29% from three, even 46% from inside the arc. Like, I think Miami is just a, a powerhouse offensively. Like, of course, they're going to let up points because that's – you know, it's going to happen. But I don't think six and a half is big enough, uh, big enough of a spread. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely with you. And I think when it comes to Georgia now, I feel like every cap we everyone has in the world is like, oh, we're betting against a Mike White team. Well, Mike White's not playing, you know. Like Georgia still has to play and win the game. I mean, you know that that and that's where Larinaga and Miami are, and just the talent are going to troll Georgia. Um, yeah, I think they'll. I think they win by ten for sure, for sure, ten or twelve. I'm with you, Nick. Yeah. Um, go for it. I, I, I got an interesting read. I, I, I took, I faded them in their own fucking home, excuse me, explicit home court, but I'm going to take them in the warm Nassau Bahamas. Um, I'm going to go Providence. The, uh, I think they opened at plus one, but I, I, I believe they moved the favorites. Um, I need to double check as we speak. Uh, yeah, they moved to minus one. I'm going to take it now. I bet they get to two or three by six o'clock tomorrow Eastern. You know, Providence is the better team. Bryce Hopkins is really good. You know, Kansas State still figuring things out. I think they got a lot of steam. It's just for, uh, you know, they were the internet favorite. They were my favorite team. I love watching Marquise last year. Um, but think Providence on paper has got the better team. They're playing an outstanding defense now. Given Wisconsin didn't shoot the ball well, um, but they 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 ran Wisconsin out of the gym um, and and just didn't look good. And Kansas State hasn't looked good on defense the entire time. Um, they did absolutely roll South Dakota State, but South Dakota State's not the same South Dakota State that we knew. Um, so I'm going to take Providence coming out, shooting the ball well, and, and fading that Kansas State defense if they can't stop. Um, it's 146 points. I don't have a read on the total just due to Providence's defense. 
Um, Kansas State's going to run and gun. Providence kind of likes to play that half-court offense. So I think the total's right on the money. It's my stay away there, but I'm just going to take Providence on the side and spray and pray. I actually kind of lean the other way. I kind of lean Kansas State here in this one, um, personally. Um, I'm not really sure I'm going to play it, but um, Providence away from the dunk. Um, who knows how they're going to be. Um, new coach, not under Cooley. And they did play the Badgers. Badgers are not athletic. Uh, other than AJ Stores, they're really not that athletic or, or um, up-tempo at all. Um, I think Kansas State's probably going to have a little bit of an advantage, uh, a little bit of experience, and, and Tyler Perry can can take over a game. Um, I, lean, I lean that uh, – that way in Kansas State, but I'm not playing this game. So um, just me. I think one thing we have to look for in this game is the amount of turnovers that there's going to be and who can just limit themselves in turning the ball over. They're both um, bottom 300 and turning the ball over. Um, so I, I also kind of lean uh, Kansas State here. Like you said, Providence away from the dunk and the production that they lost last season um, is definitely a bit scary. Obviously losing like Croswell, uh, Locke, and Bynum. Um, they retained Carter and Bryce Hopkins, who Bryce Hopkins is a bucket. But um, again, like you said, of course, Kansas State lost Keontae Johnson and Marquise uh, Noel. But Tyler Perry transferring in from North Texas is really big for them. Tyler Perry is a fucking baller. Um, so I really like him being on this team and kind of leading it. Obviously, the lacking size and Perry um, and even this entire Kansas State team is a bit smaller um, in Providence like as a whole. Um, so Providence could you know, get some e- some easy rebounds. Um, but uh, it's such a small spread away from the dunk. I kind of lean Kansas state as well. Yeah. I mean, you can go either side. Absolutely. It's a coin flip game. The boys are fading me. It is what it is. We'll take it. (laughs) it, it, I'm like Trev. It probably will end up being like a no play for me. It'll definitely be on one of the, one of the TVs or one of the monitors that I'm watching obviously, but um, it's such, like you said, it's literally just a gamble. Honestly, it's, it's such a close game with two, you know, pretty good teams. I don't know if you hear that yeah. dog in the background, but it's noise. Nice. But <laughs> you're good. You're good. I got my mic on at least, the directional mic. But yeah, no, I mean, we'll just Kansas State's got to figure out how to gel together. They got the pieces. I mean, Tyler Perry's really good, but you know they got to figure out how to gel together. And I just with the travel, who knows? It's going to be. We'll figure it out. It's going to be a coin flip game for sure. So nothing more in a unit. Yep, I feel it. Fair. Um, yeah, I'm going to go next game. I'm going Dayton, uh, St. John's. It's a pick right now. Uh, pick them and the over-under is 140 and a half. I'm going Dayton. Um, I had LSU today. They burnt me with like a bunch of people today, but, um, I love what I saw from Dayton, that resilience. They came back. They, they didn't give up. They kept fighting and they, they, they turned around with their defense. Uh, one thing I noticed from St. John's, they start incredibly fast and hot and then they sputter. They cannot close out games. Um, they did it game one for the cover. I think they were up 21, 22. That game got cut down to 16 or 15. One Soriano left within like the last three minutes of the game. Um, game two, they couldn't they couldn't uh, close out. They lost. Today, what happened? They, they couldn't close out, um, and they, they escaped. So I, I think uh, Dayton's got enough guys and uh, defense um, uh, to, to hang with St. John's today. I, I was against Dayton, but um, – I, I think Deron Holmes will be decent against uh, Soriano. And uh, uh, I forget his, the guard's name, but he, he had a great day. Um, and especially that that just the whole defense and energy um, towards the end of that game from Dayton. 
Um, I think they're going to be up and ready for that game tomorrow against St. John's. I think St. John's will probably start a little hot, but um, I, I just I've, I've noticed they just don't close games. So I'm going to uh, back back Dayton tomorrow and I'll pick them. Might I mean who knows? Maybe even live after uh, it's probably smarter after I just said this. Um, just take Dayton second half. Um, but uh, if I had to pick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Dayton to uh, to beat St. John's tomorrow. I know it's um, Patino and whatnot, but he hasn't uh, shown that these guys are really really gelled yet. So I'm sure they'll be fine at the end of the year. But right now they kind of just they don't have that uh, that instinct to just finish the game and end it. Um, they let teams hang around and then it, it bites them in the ass a little bit. Yeah, I think the pace of Dayton could kind of throw St. John's off as well. St. John's definitely looking to play a bit faster, obviously not like super quick in comparison to some other teams that we'll talk about. But um, Dayton is 345th in average possession length and their tempo is 352nd. So they're like straight up bottom 10 in terms of tempo, which I think is probably going to throw St. John's off a bit. I mean, we saw it with North Texas today. They had a lead like the entire game and still couldn't find a way to just finish it and win by three. Um, so yeah, they burned a bunch of us. So, uh, I think Dayton will be, um, efficient offensively and I think they will be, uh, good enough defensively to at least hang in the game. Um, I don't know. I think everyone's probably going to turn on St. John's tomorrow. We're going to see a lot of Dayton tickets. Um, at least like in our world of like gambling Twitter, I think a lot of people are on St. John's, um, there, I, I just don't know. This is probably another stay away for me. Um, I just, I definitely don't trust St. John's, but I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game by like, you know, one possession or something, just because they are going to be the more talented team, um, like on paper, but it's, I think St. John's is going to prove to probably be a lot worse than what people expected for them, um, coming into the season, obviously a lot of hype with Patino coming in. Um, but it's definitely not a team that I feel comfortable with after watching them today. I'm just going to fade you guys because you faded me. I'm going to take St. John's. It just feels like St. John's. Uh, I mean, I, I probably won't take it. I just hate betting on it. But this just feels like a spot that the Rick Patino, something's going to be back in this and, and just the vibe of it all of St. John's doing well in the preseason. I, I, there's just, I, I have no read on it whatsoever. I mean, both teams kind of eh, defensively, they're okay. St. John's has an edge when it comes to offensive rebounding, but they don't they don't on defense, so it's complete ap- opposite there. Um, are they a little more athletic than Dayton? Yes, Dayton probably plays a little more gritty basketball. I, I mean, it's another one that it's a total coin flip. You can't have, be wrong on either side. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I lean the other way when it comes to like people being proven wrong about St. John's. I think. I think a lot of people will take St. John's tomorrow due to just the public of it. I'm going to be looking at the line movement before I bet anything. Definitely waking up and looking at it in the morning. I'm trying to figure out if there's any side there um, and, and potentially doing a little under spot too, of course. So, um, you know, I, I, there's no, no, no actual read on the game when it comes to the stats. Um, but I just have the vibe that Patino and the refs are going to be back in it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I won't be shocked at all to have see St. John's like be ahead this game in this game and just win it. I think it's just a spot where I want to stay away from them after watching them all day today. It was just disgusting how they couldn't cover and they could they only put up fifty three points on North Texas. Like, I don't know if that's more so on North Texas defense or just that offense not being able to make anything. But 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was shocking, especially um, today. I mean, North Texas does they don't there's not they're normally not that high scoring games, but that's in the past kind of. So hasn't happened this much this season. I I, I I'm also um, you know Dayton the, the the read on Dayton they they've done well in preseason tournaments. They just they, they they're just kind of like that Cinderella team like no one really talks about anymore. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Dayton's definitely like a fun team. They're usually I remember the Obi Toppin days. Like they got hoed, man. They got hoed, dude. <laughs> Dayton's always one to to give these like big uh like major programs some trouble. Like they I feel like Dayton's always always has like a good team. Um so we'll see. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a great game. Yeah, I do too. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I think there's a ton of good like today, every game on the slate was amazing. Um, I mean, there were a couple of blowouts, but there were so many good games today. I think it's gonna be the same tomorrow, but uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, like you said, St. John struggled with North Te- Texas's defense. Uh, Dayton's got just as good of a defense, if not better. So um, it's going to be an interesting game. I, I I would have to lean under there tomorrow too. Um, just another grimy, just defensive slugfest. One forty yeah. seems kind of high. I and I bet I it think... starts out hot, and we can snipe a good line with Edge right away. Because like you said, it's going to come be like eight to eight in the first three minutes, you know, 17 minutes to go, jump up a little bit, and then we can bang that under. That's another edge there, I think. Yeah, I think anything I'm leaning in this game is going to be second half. Um, either second half under or it's going to be Dayton second half. Because um, I think uh, I've noticed that St. John's just starts hot, then that second half, they after halftime, they just kind of flatline. So we'll see how that goes. But um I'm going to hop into another game, another banger game. St. Louis uh, Pickham versus Vermont over under 144. Um, I I did not get eyes on the St. Louis Wyoming game today. So if you guys did uh, hop in, but um, I love, I love what I saw from Vermont, Vermont today down 15 um, resilient, didn't give up. And John Becker had them playing mean defense, um, uh, keeping everything in check. So they're going to have to allow them to come back. And then when they did, they just, they rolled them, I think, what they win by eight or 10 points or something like that. Like they ended up to taking the lead. They were down 15, one by 10 at the end of the game. So um, I love what they're doing. They don't have a Duncan brother for the first time in forever, but um, they got John Becker still and they got Hoopers. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, Vermont on that one over St. Louis. But again, I did not get eyes on St. Louis. Um, I think they'd won by, I think it was 10 or something. I think they won by 10. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I like Vermont in this spot for sure. I think their offense is, I mean, they're a gritty team. They were down, I think, 15 at some point in that game today and then fought all the way back and and won outright. So, um, yeah. Their rebound like crazy. Like, that's that was the big thing was their rebounding hasn't gone away. Yeah, I think, and obviously, like, I think everyone knows, like, Vermont is definitely a squad that we'll probably see in March. Like they've won the AEC seven years in a row now. So um, of course, like this type of competition isn't super similar. They're probably, they're playing up in competition, but they're, this isn't a team that you're just going to be able to walk over and, and, you know, treat it like a bye game. Like Vermont's going to, going to be in these games. So yeah, I, I definitely am on your side with uh, Vermont in this one. I think it'll be good though. I think St. Louis is definitely also a very good team. Like I feel like they're always in contention for their conference as well. But we're not we're not gonna have to lay any points as of right now. We're just a straight up pick them. So I like Vermont. Yeah, I would lean Vermont too. But um, I I did see first half. I think it was a tie game or it was like a one possession game um, from Wyoming and St. Louis. And then second half they kind of kicked it on. So 
Um, that might be a, another, another game where things kind of start hot and then, and then the defense and uh, coaching adjustments second half kind of take, take their stranglehold on the game. Like they did yeah. today similarly. We'll see. This is again, like a lot of these, like, I feel like these uh, in-season tournaments, like is just one super fast paced team against one super low paced team. Of course, like it's, they definitely don't plan that out obviously, but it just feels like it is that way. Like Vermont, one of the slowest teams in the country with, um, uh, 20 seconds average possession length is 351st. And then St. Louis on the other side is 15 seconds is 39th. So it's just it's like, which team is going to be able to control the pace of the game, which I feel like it always usually leans towards the team that's slower. Um, if Vermont can be up on defense and slow down St. Louis, it's definitely going to play in their advantage. So yeah, I lean with the slower teams in these type of matchups where the skill gap is pretty similar and the slower team um, can just control the pace of the game. I'm going to live yeah. bet whatever team goes down 10 points because both team was down 10 points and came back and won at like plus 340 or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, It's going to be one of those games. This, this game will be a sweat on either side, 100%. This will be a two to four point game unless, like you said, Vermont's defense can can do what they do best and, 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 and control the tempo as well if the defense can match the tempo, I mean. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yep, that's my read on it. <laughs> um, yeah. No teams came back. Shout out uh, Butterbear710 in the chat. He actually said uh, Wyoming out-rebounded St. Louis by 13 today, and Wyoming shot 14% from three. Um, so, I know. mean, thanks for that information, uh, uh, Butterbear. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if that's, if that's the case, Vermont can rebound the shit out of the basketball, and they can shoot the ball. <laughs> so, um, I would definitely lean Vermont in this one, and uh, – I will probably lock that up. That'll probably be one of my three best bets tomorrow. Um, I love John Becker and the Catamounts. Um, love it. Another year, another another year of uh, John Becker doing what he does best. Vermont just running the American East always, most of the time. I love it. Yeah, I think they're like minus one fifty to win their conference or something stupid. As they should be. There's value. Yeah, they're turning in into like a. <laughs> they're turning into kind of like a parlay piece for that that conference with somebody yep. else. That's what me and Ryan from SGPN were talking about. We we're trying to find something to pair Colgate conference winner with, and uh, Vermont was our was our second leg of that. It just seems like they always both those teams are just never going to lose this conference. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they really just have to compete with UMass Lowell. That's it, and it's regular season, yep. right? That's not conference tournament. Yeah, yeah, and oh. UMass just choked tonight too. They blew a, a ten point lead in the last three four minutes of that game, so. Yeah. Um, good luck uh, playing like that against Vermont. Yeah. Uh, we we had to talk about American East basketball on here on this pod. We haven't we haven't yet really. So yeah, that was the best. Um, yeah, you have one you want to talk about? Yeah, um, it's not on our list, but I'm going to um, I'm going to ride Texas A&M minus nineteen and a half again. I know it's not on um our list right here but that's probably going to be one of my best bets they've been on my best bets uh this will be their third time on my best bets and i literally have only have 20 ish something bets bets six and one this week by the way i haven't told the whole world um I, i'm just gonna keep riding them i've been hot on them i love that team it's not the same oral roberts team that we know and love um they're they're a good team yes they lost to missouri state by 15 
Um, they lost to UT Arlington as well. UT Arlington's a really good team. They've gotten some good pieces in the transfer portal. We're really seeing true parity um, in college basketball. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to ride A&M. They're at home. They've been away twice. They've had some good away wins. Even SMU is a good win away. Um, I, I expect them to come out hot and um, in front of their home crowd and, and win by at least 20. So I have it at 19 and a half right now. That is definitely going to be 22 by tomorrow morning. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, I can see it going up. And like you said, this is this Oral Roberts is not what we've seen the last couple of years with Max A. Smith and Connor Vanover um, at center. Like this team is 354th in offensive rebounding. Um, their defense is 257th in adjusted efficiency. Meanwhile, you look over at AM again, it's another slow paced team that can control the pace of the game. Their adjusted efficiency on offense is 19th. Uh, they don't turn the ball over, uh, like very rarely anyway. They're uh, top 15 in offensive rebounding, so they're going to get a lot of second chance um, opportunities in this game. So I like laying the big number with them if I had to as well. Yeah, and I think I think you know I, I never like laying big numbers, especially against Texas A&M. You know they do play that ground and pound basketball, and they it was not an easy cover against SMU, but they turned it on at the end there. Um, you know, but they and Wade Taylor, Tyrese Radford, Henry Coleman. This team is fun to watch um and and a, and a piece to watch in the big 12 to excuse me S, uh, sec um to run the sec um and, and and win it outright even against arkansas and kentucky <clears throat> i'm looking here too um AM, they they um they rebound the ball offensively they got the 42 percent offensive rebound margin uh this season and vermont or vermont um, Oral Bob's given up a 32% um, <laughs> offensive rebounding percentage on uh, on the defensive end. That's 230th in the country. So um, I kind of like Texas A&M's team total here. Um, you yeah, got, what's, your, what's it at? I don't know. We're going to have to. Hey, need me, uh, need me to do I, some math. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I think they should, they should Nick, probably wall them. Hit the math, Nick. That's I got good. you. Hold on. <laughs> Nick's on um, it. For, it's gonna for be our first time listeners, Nick Nick knows the math to this. We we have to ask him every time. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy high. Like what I have right now is eighty four, so it might be like 83 and a half, 84 and a half. I don't hate that to be honest. I mean, A and M's put up seventy eight, seventy three, and seventy nine. They put up seventy three on the road in Ohio State, um, seventy nine yeah. against SMU. This will be oh. the worst team they've seen since Commerce. Commerce they whooped by forty, so maybe they kind of took their feet off the gas. But Oral Bob's not as bad as Commerce. But defensively, they give up points and they don't they don't grab uh, defensive rebounds really. So this could be a good spot for uh, uh, Texas A and M to kind of really lay it on. Is this neutral or is this at A and M? No, it's at A and M. Oh yeah, okay. I could. I, I kind of like the team total here. Um, just show out against a poverty uh, school coming in on a bye game. Just put it on them. I mean, and like this this team plays on Thanksgiving. I don't assume Penn State's a look ahead. Virginia's two games away at Virginia. I don't foresee that to be a look ahead either. Um, Penn State, Texas A&M, Thursday, November 23rd. Screw the Lions. Screw the Cowboys. Watch that. Yeah. We get Georgetown on Thanksgiving too. What a treat. Oh, awesome. That'll be great. I'll be. What, if, what would you like better in this my game? Cousin. <laughs> Going for that, uh, that Thanksgiving walk. <laughs> Yeah. What would you like better in this? Would you like that team total if it was at like 83 or 84, or would you like to lay the 19? 20? I'm gonna lay I'm laying the 19 now. I, I it's gonna move to 20 something. I guarantee it. 
I, I don't know about the team total. Just, I mean, I think they can easily score 85, but if it's in the 80s, it's a lot of points for a team that only scored 78 against Commerce. Yeah, I'm I'm with Huff. Just because they play so slow, I'd rather lay the points, and they're also not a good three-point shooting team, so they're going to get look to get a lot of their points inside the paint. Um, so if they're, you know, playing their possession is what, like 18 seconds a, a play, like there's not going to be too many plays. That's because, like we said, the slower team usually controls the pace of the game, especially if Texas A&M is winning. They're going to slow everything down. Um, obviously, if Oral runs on the court, um, you know, and is quick with their possessions, like, you know, some some 12-second possessions or something, they're obviously going to give A&M more chances to score. But um, 84 is super fucking high for A&M, who, like I said, can't shoot the three. They're not looking to shoot the three, really. Um, so I'd rather lay for sure. And they're going to play some tough defense. I, 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 I can assure they cover. I, I mean, nothing's ever a lock, so I don't want to say that. But I, I just – they're going to come out playing hard in front of their home crowd. And, you know, people think – I mean, people might bet on Oral Roberts. I, I don't think so. But I, I definitely foresee it moving to 20-ish something. But we can move on from this game. That's pretty gross. Oral yeah, Roberts. I mean, it is – it is fair if they're not they're not shooting threes uh, as well threes and they're taking uh, their time on possessions they're getting the offensive rebounds and or Bob's giving them up so um, you know they could probably pull away by twenty and win seventy four to fifty three or something so yeah I like I like that uh, spot better than that team total thanks for talking me off the off the edge there I, I could be wrong I'm an idiot so they could just put up ninety on this team and and if they put up ninety the they're gonna cover but, yeah that's fair I think if they score that many they're probably I think you're probably but yeah, I, I like that argument is like, I think if they're going to cover, um, like, obviously they're going to have a lot of points, but I think they could, I don't know. Like, if they're going to score 85, they're definitely going to cover. Um, so I guess it's it's just whichever way you want to play it. Oral Roberts. I didn't know he's a Christian televangelist. That's what the name is. Really? Yeah. I just looked it up. I was like, what? what? <laughs> Oral Roberts is a Christian uh, university. That's... What was, was, yeah. Oral Roberts University of Spirit Empowered Christian Education. Yep. But I was like, what what is Oral Roberts? Was he like some like pioneer or settler? But enough of this Oral Roberts. This isn't two years ago versus Ohio State. So what do we got, Trev and Nick? What's next? What's next? I'll give us one. And I don't really have an opinion on this. So I'm gonna look uh, to you guys for some opinions. Maybe you can talk me into one side or the other. We have San Diego State versus St. Mary's. Uh, Mary's is laying one point and totals 131 and a half. Um, St. Mary's obviously coming off a uh, brutal loss versus Weber State, uh, which is just horrible. They only put up 57 points. Um, and then San Diego State um, lost that game to BYU at BYU and then bounced back and, and took out Long Beach State uh, the other day. Um, I really don't know what to do in this game. Yeah, they put up 88 points. I know we were all over that under, and they fucking blew it out of the water. Um, I don't really know what to do in this game because I initially want to take the under because I just assume that these teams are both really slow. Um, but that's really only the case for St. Mary's. They're nine, they're 331st in possession line. San Diego State's actually 83rd, so they're actually kind of playing a bit up-tempo. I don't know if it has to do with the roster change or the teams that they've been playing. Um but again, like we we've talked about it before, they're going to have scoring droughts with this team, just the way that they play. Um, 
and they're still also not really going to look to be shooting from three unless they have an, like a wide open look. They're more, you know, inside the arc in the paint play. Um, but their defense is so good. They're 14th in adjusted efficiency on defense. But you look at St. Mary's, they're 28th on adjusted uh, efficiency for defense. Both teams top 70 in offensive efficiency. So at first, I really want to take the over, but I'm scared of um, – like St. Mary's not being able to score. I mean, they only put a 57 on Weaver State. Like I said, like that's like really fucking gross. Um, I mean, obviously it's probably just a super, super off night for them. They're not obviously not that bad. Um, but they blew I mean, a they, six point lead. Yeah, they shot they were 40%. Up they, that's disgusting, dude. Yeah, they were up 11 and a half. Yeah. I mean, they In shot Moraga. 18% from three. Like, again, I don't think St. Mary's is a team that's looking to just like make it rain from deep. Uh, but shooting 18% is some is just bad. Like you can't be doing that. Um, so I don't know. I initially want to take the over, but I could also see an argument for why that would be a shit bet. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, based on what I've seen this year, San Diego State went into BYU and lost. Um, they had the lead in that game, lost it late. I mean, we know BYU, Provo, tough place to go play. Um, they come back. They... <sighs> If I remember correctly, they beat the hell out of Long Beach State. Um, and, it was and a 12-point dub. Oh, it was only 12? So Yeah, so they didn't okay, cover, so I don't they, think. They were no, up they a big time, points. though, at one point. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. took it off at the end, let the subs come in. But, yeah, it was 88-76. Yeah, to 76. St. Mary's doesn't have a ton of running gun. They've got Mahaney and uh, Dukas. Like, they got some players. But San Diego State has just looked – really good like they they came out and they they jumped on byu a little bit um they had the seven point lead and then they just they just went cold they did what san diego state does uh scoring droughts tomorrow is if they're going to play a team that's going to give up or force scoring droughts on them it's going to be a saint mary squad um did you was this neutral or is this uh, an invitational type of um I did not, uh, it's in t-mobile arena las vegas yeah okay so it's an, a neutral site so mm-hmm. um Buckets fall in that in that building. I will. That is the, that is the one. Actually, I remember hearing this. This is the this is the spot for first half overs when they they host the tournament there or something or uh, conference tournaments. Yeah, I mean, um, and IU Arizona played there, and all, everyone I know fucking went there, and that that first half over hit with these. Uh, I mean, just by Arizona alone, but and and the the, the game before that did too on this similar. Um, this it's not this invitational but uh just a similar arena you know there's there's a thing to neutral court unders of like taking every neutral court under and it hitting because it's it's kind of out of out of style and out of fashion though um back to what it was if if, if you don't like saint mary's to hit your over what about san diego state's team total it's going to be around what 67 68 probably that's just what I was. Um, and this is very easily a game that could go to overtime. I I, I lean like, San Diego yeah. State on my side. I we'll see if I have any role at that time because all that. the games tomorrow. So, um, but I I kind of just lean San Diego State on the side. Um, it does scare me. I mean, Saint, you'd think St. Mary's had just lost to Weber State, but that's motivation too. You know, like that's motivation to come out playing super hard. Yeah, or, sure. do they, or do they not have the pieces? They beat a decent New Mexico team, given it was the, at home. But New Mexico is good. New Mexico is good. Yeah, they're, they're they're really good. They're not covering at all this year, but but they're good. It's because their spreads are so fucking huge. The, yeah, the books are like 
overly respecting New Mexico. And I feel like the books are disrespecting San Diego State. Randy Bennett, Brian Dutcher, it's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute slobber knocker. It's another game you can have both sides, but I just lean San Diego State um just the way with the way they play and they're playing a much faster pace game of basketball as well this year as compared to recent history of San Diego State. Um, we'll just see if St. Mary's can slow them down. It's, it's sometimes painful to watch a St. Mary's game. No, I wouldn't say painful. It's beautiful. Painfully it's beautiful. Painfully beautiful. Uh, it's there it's awful. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually was watching that Weber State comeback game, and uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, they're, they're going to so, get a bucket. Like, they're going to escape this game. They couldn't buy a bucket. They couldn't do anything. Weber State was getting some some uh, coast to coast. They were hitting some big shots, some big threes. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's now it's an eight point game. Now it's a four point game. And then all of a sudden, it was tied. And then they're they're taking the lead. And St. Mary still couldn't respond. Um, that was it was a crazy drought. Uh, there there are droughts, but that was that was something insane. Kind of like what LSU did today. But um, uh, St. Mary's, I don't I don't know if. They really got the guys that'll hang with San Diego State early in the season. Um, they they put up San Diego State's put up 88-65. They lost by at BYU and then 83 on Cal State Fullerton. And then St. Mary's put up 107 on St. Stanislaus and then <laughs> 72 and 57. So their offense has kind of just been reverting back a little bit. And now they're gonna play the best defense they've seen um, on a neutral floor. So I would even after that, I would probably lean over just because I think these two teams can uh, be neck and neck and possibly even go to overtime or, or get a 60-61 game and then play fouls late. Um, but I, I would never play an over with these two teams. I, I like San Diego State in this one too. Uh, I, I might root for points just for – I might root for points with Nick on that and maybe it goes down to 120-9. like nine. It won't go down much because 131, it might even go up, but – what 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 covers that? 66, 66, so 67, 65. Yeah, yeah I mean, and if it's close, you got to worry about the free throw game late, and both of these teams can shoot free throws. So um St. St. Mary's is St. Mary's is only 65% so far this season, but uh and uh San Diego State 69. So I'm I'm I stand corrected. Um they've been struggling a little bit. So um I still wouldn't play an under um 131 that's that's too low for two teams that are probably going to be neck and neck most of the game so um but i i lean san diego state in this one but i will not be betting this game i will be watching i will not be betting it yeah i think if the number the total stays where it's at i'll probably take san diego team total just because i do kind of lean their way as well i think their offense is just better and you know We'll see. I think it's going to be a gross fucking game, but like you said, there's definitely potential for some late fouls being a close game. So I'll take it. San Diego State's also got a 20% turnover rate on their possessions this year. So they're not doing too good at hanging on to it. And neither is St. Mary's 21.2. So they're both uh, 285 for St. Mary's and 242 in the country for uh, offensive turnover rate. So um, right there's some, some quick coast to coast buckets, some quick steals or something. So, uh, lean over, no play in this game for me at all, but I love it. I will be watching. Yeah, for sure. Gonna be on the screen, hundred percent. Any other ones you guys want to touch on? Yeah, uh, North Texas LSU. Go for Who it. in the hell is betting LSU after what they saw today? Me, nobody. But I feel like it's the play. But I, I don't trust LSU. 
I, I, I like North Texas. I, I like what they did today. They, their defense was was stifling, but LSU also also kind of lost that game because uh, Reed followed out at the end. Um, granted, they uh, let uh, oh, man, I forget whoever they played. They let them go on an eighteen to two run to end up like Dayton. taking the lead. Dayton, mm-hmm. yes, sorry, the eighteen to two run at the end of that game ended up overtaking them. So um, I don't really trust LSU. Uh, North Texas plays grimy, slowed down basketball just like Dayton does. Um, I would lean under in this one, one thirty. I think that total yeah. is pretty thrilling too. Um, that North Texas is going to get the game they want, but I'm not backing the side. I would play under in this one. Um, I don't know LSU. I don't know. They 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 look good for spurts, and then they just did what they did at the end and just shit the bed. So I would I would lean North Texas and the uh, the under in this one. I think it's going to be pretty defensive based on that total. This team lost to Nichols State. Nichols State. Whoa, now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Put hold on. on Nichols State, man. Hey, hold on. Well, then we, we we did bet on Denver in their squad ride. but a team Yeah, like but that, then I took them today and they fucking cashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was that was that was good. Yeah, but, they were they were eight points. <laughs> seven yeah, and a half. Triple yeah. o, triple overtime with South Alabama. Talk I wish they would have just burner. I wish they would have just fucking lost. It was one point every time. And that someone just kept hitting a free throw. It wasn't a fucking last second three or like a layup. It was literally free throws like every time. Refs are just or 20 seconds, takes five minutes to play out. So stupid. Sorry, I well, didn't interrupt you. No, no, I you're right. Like Nickel State, I mean, there's parody, and LSU is just a money laundering dog shit program. Excuse me. Hopefully, I don't get sued. I don't mean that actually. It's all a joke. Um, but you know, I'm just gonna lean the under with you. I, I can't take either of these these squads, but this is a live bet opportunity that I think can happen. Another, maybe it runs, comes out fast. North Texas maybe matches LSU for the first couple of minutes, and then they, they take over the final, you know, hopefully rest of the half as much as they can based on their possession um, length. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping LSU comes out. I hope Tech, North Tech, it's six to four, first three minutes, and then smash that under, first half under. Um, I'll be better about tweeting than my live plays. Sometimes I'm just so dialed and in the lab i just forget but i'll be better about tweeting that and following the system that we've been talking about the last few episodes yeah i do think lsu is actually the play here like they're as bad as they've you know fucked everyone today like their defense is actually pretty good um their offense is also like pretty pretty reliable like they create some turnovers on defense um, they're going to be able to steal the ball from from North Texas um, and get some hopefully fast breaks and get down the court. Um, but yeah, like the, looking at their adjusted efficiencies, they're top seventy five in both offense and defense. Um, their three point percentage is very good. Their two point percentage is very good. Seventy one percent from the line, which isn't like super. You know, it doesn't really strike me one way or the other. I think seventy one percent is fine. It's you know you can work with that. Um, but. Like you said, I think people are probably going to be scared to bet them after choking away that game. But I also don't want to really back North Texas. Like, I think they are a good team. Um, but, I mean, how many points are they going to be able to put up in this game? Like, again, this is another game where we have a, a fast-paced team versus a slow-paced team. Like, North Texas is disgustingly slow at 20 seconds per possession, 348th, and LSU's 57th in the country. So, like, if, if North Texas finds themselves, like, behind in this game, I just really don't trust them to – to be able to run up the score and catch up, even though I guess they did it against St. John's today. So I could just um, be completely wrong, but I think LSU probably is the play. 
I just that goes to my my point. LSU is the play, but I will I can't touch that. But goes back to my point. St. John's just runs out of energy, runs out of gas at the end. Um, yeah. So they, I don't know. They start hot and they just they just don't finish. But um, just quick side note, I, I think I'm going to play Niagara for this Hawaii game. Love it. I think if that's you're going to play, that's, that's the play. I mean, the total is 127 and a half. I don't think Hawaii is it still 13 and a half. 13 though. Yeah. What I'm saying. Well, I mean, fuck, uh, Hawaii's played Hawaii Hilo. Yeah, this, they've only played one game, so you don't really yeah, have any true. stats on them because it's going to be like a 48 to like 55 game. It's shocking that they've only played one. Like I saw South Florida yesterday boned all of us too. They've only played one game no, before yesterday. No one wants to fly to Hawaii or they don't want to go. Bullshit. These yeah. kids probably want to go to Hawaii. Well, yeah, yeah they do. This is also- not this these, is not, a midnight body clock tip for these kids too. So this yeah, game no, will be getting done around two a.m. No yeah. way. They'll go. They'll go to. They don't want to go to Hawaii right now. At least like the first two games of the season. At least as the coaches don't. Yeah, if I'm a kid. Yeah, like, why can't we play in January? Like what the hell? That's true. But it beats fucking flying to Wyoming and playing them. Hold, yeah. hey, wait. Well, hold on a second. No, I'm just kidding. But the the the, the fr- Great Frontier is amazing. Um, Duke. Uh, but Bucknell, how are we feeling about it tomorrow? Um, what is it like minus 31 and a half? <laughs> it's gonna get up to like minus 90, I think. This a, is this a little uh, kind of not a letdown spot, but just an overlooked spot for Duke. So, yeah, it's Bucknell. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking off Michigan State like, traveling. I'm never gonna fucking lay 30 points with any like that. These are those are types of games that like I just never lay. I don't care if they're playing my high school, like, I'm just not gonna lay 30 points because it's like, I mean, how many minutes is are the starting five gonna play? You know what I mean. Yeah, so I mean, maybe a maybe look Buck, maybe Bucknell yeah. team total under. It's probably going to be in the fifties though, so that'd be first half team total under. I mean, once they put the second stringers in, it's I mean, look what like- Townsend did today. Good <laughs> right, Lord, they had seventeen points at half, and then Houston kind of took their foot their, off a little bit. Their first half Houston. team total was twenty-one. I mean, but the total still the team total at pre-flop for Towson still hit thanks to Nick. But I think it was fifty-one. Yeah, I got it fifty-two. It moved to 51, but then it was like 47. But then it was like 22 at one point live in the first half. That's just insane. Um, I, I'm going to call out one more that I think will be, make my best bets. Stay tuned for the tweet tomorrow. Things change. May have a bonus play again. Sweat in the first half under. Um, I'm going to lay the points uh, or team total with Iowa again. This team just – is unreal. I, I I don't know about 18 and a half. I think I'll definitely end up laying the points and their team total over in a parlay. Um, this team just, it's, it's like unbelievable basketball. They just go, 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 go. And, you know, Creighton could have had a hundred something points. So maybe the play, the play right now is 171 total. Cause Arkansas state does the same thing. Arkansas state runs and guns just like Iowa, but what makes me like the spread, um, yeah, Iowa beat the shit out of North Dakota and Alabama State. Arkansas State's a much better team in their first match. I just think that Arkansas State doesn't come out shooting a ton of shots at Iowa, you know, and and make or excuse me, making a lot of shots, shooting a lot of shots, matching that tempo. Um, and the team total might need some math, Nick. One hundred and seventy-one total. With 18 and a half, I think it's 90 something, right? I have no clue. 95. 94, 95. 
I'll still take it. This team's going to score 100. It, Ken Palm's got it 93.77, which would make that a um, fairly an under. Yeah, I mean, Iowa's a fucking wagon. They can put up a bunch of points on anybody, so I don't super hate it. I wouldn't personally touch it. That's so many fucking points, but I know that's well, like sorry, what you, that's what, your thing. What was the total? Like 95. I mean, they put up how much did they put up? 80 something on on Creighton on the road. You know what? Off. You know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to maybe look at the first half there too. They they're gonna come out hot in the first half. They just always do. Even if they score like eight points in the first two minutes, they end up scoring a shit ton of points. And against Creighton, they had um, forty three, but they were down at one point by like twelve at the time. They had forty nine against Alabama State. If it's anywhere in the high forties, I'll take it. They had fifty six against North Dakota. Um, I don't know, just something to look at. I'm just gonna keep taking that wagon. The regression will suit in. They could have a look-ahead spot going to a neutral site against Oklahoma. Don't know how look-ahead that is. Arkansas State is 45th in um, seconds per play, too. So Dude, yeah. this might gonna, be a super fast-paced game, actually. I know. That's why I'm like – that's why I think Iowa can score a ton of points. Do Ar- does Ar- Do Arkansas State actually go into Iowa and make a ton of shots? Look at Arkansas State's defense, defensive effective field goal percentage, 33 two in the country turnover percentage they don't force turnovers at all they don't make free throws they can't defend three they can't defend the two and Arkansas State let Alcorn State even though they won score 84 Bowling Green 75 and let Wisconsin score 105 points I don't think they could do that in three games if they tried love you Trev yeah, no, the Badgers will never do that again. That will be a record that will stand uh, the test of time in Madison. But um, McCaffrey and the Hawkeyes love nothing more than beating the hell out of these little teams when they come into town. They oh, pay they, you. They, they, they pay them. They're going to make sure they get their money's worth out of you. They're going to beat the shit out of you, and they do not care. There's, there's, there's a lot of teams that don't run up the score. They're one team that runs up the score. And I, we only have a few more games left of this because Iowa will be eh. They'll be good, but they'll be eh, like from here on out in big games. Um, the over will always be a play, but I just told myself the last few years, just like I do with like random bets, like just take it, you know, take Iowa's team total in November. Yep, it's a fail proof system. Yeah, we've seen that already. Also, AM's we- minus 20, and uh, I used to be a favorite. 19, 19 and a half. IUPUI just came a favorite. Mm-hmm. I told him, <laughs> them. Ken Palm's got him favorited. It's the first time I think I've ever seen him favorited on analytically. Ken Palm, what the hell? Absurd. That is absurd. Miami, Miami Ohio's only only laying 13 versus Coppin State at home. Interesting. Coppin State, man. Whew. Yeah, they're pretty shit. They're. Scary. It's a first year head coach for Larry Stewart. I thought Juan sure. Dixon coached there. Did he go somewhere else? I need to be better on my knowledge. Pretty sure he left. I'm not good with following coaches unless it's like super <coughs> big programs. He was fired. Damn. What? He's not even coaching right now. Um anyone got anything else before uh the night ends? We're catching up at midnight. I feel like we ran through everything. Florida, Florida State. Oh, no, 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 no. We gotta talk about our, our darlings. 
Oh yeah, Mastodon's oh, yeah. IPFW. Oh uh, yeah, talk about IP. We're taking IPFW. They're, they're laying they're laying two and a half neutral court uh, against Northern Arizona over under one forty nine and a half. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean IPFW this is a neutral court. wagon. Yeah, it's a neutral court in Arizona, but I don't care. Give me the Mastodons. This team is rolling. This team is uh, good. This is a Horizon contender. Um, it's it's early. They, right now, they were a Horizon contender. Um, so I'm I'm gonna lay the 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 possession with them. I'm granted it's a, a three ball, but if we get down towards that tight at the end of the game, free throws and uh, we'll get there. But yeah, I, I like I like the Mastodons. Been riding them. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna drop a game here pretty soon, but I don't think Northern Arizona is the team that's going to knock them off the uh, the top right now. This spread makes like no fucking sense, no sense to me, to be honest. I don't I don't know how the fuck they're only two and a half point favorites. Got to dive in. I think they're taking in effect the that it's in Arizona, but it's not yeah, like. But that's so. I mean, who cares? Like Northern that's what Arizona. I'm saying. Northern Arizona's adjusted offense efficiency two hundred seventieth. Uh, effective field goal percentage is forty two. Their offensive rebound percentage is eighteen. So these are all like bottom 300 in the country. Three point percentage, 21%. Free throw percentage, 57%. Like, uh, I don't know why. I, I'd have to, I have to, let me see if there's any injuries, but IPFW this, this doesn't make forced, any sense. IPFW forces turnovers on the defense and Northern yeah, Arizona coughs it up like a lot. And they don't, Northern Arizona doesn't, doesn't rebound uh, at all. Uh, their three point percentage is 21.4. They're shooting 57% from the line. Uh, I mean, Purdue, Fort Wayne, these guys are getting Dilo, man. steals 78% from the line. They're shooting 43.6% from deep. I don't think that's sustainable, but, um, and Northern Arizona is only allowing 27.6. So they're a top 100 unit, top 75 unit against that. Um, so that's where they can, they can take them away, but Northern Arizona turns it over. They don't rebound the ball. They don't shoot the ball. Well, um, IPFW is not insanely great at, forcing bad shots on you but um they they can hold you in check a little bit um they don't let you shoot deep they grab rebounds not offensive rebounds they're one of the worst in the in the country but defensively they're they're grabbing a, a bunch they're keeping you off of the second chance points i don't know this it does kind of stink but uh, northern arizona i don't know they're they're so bad i think the only cap on northern arizona is the height but it's not like i look at like goliath and i'm afraid of day it's not a date of goliath situation at all like it's in purdue fort wayne's got some hoopers man got rashid bellow you know anthony roberts they have a couple radford transfers one of them being you know anthony radford and then they got illinois chicago transfer jalen jackson from fort wayne shout out powers hamburgers in fort wayne it's an absolute staple it would make your car reek of onions for freaking weeks but it's the best sliders anyway so that's my cap on Purdue Fort Wayne, and that's why they're continue to be my darlings as well. Three and a half now, too. Bang oh, it. Let's is take, it really? It went up take a it point now. already since we right, yeah, we got already moved. We'll take it Damn, now, then. Damn, it's, kinda... it's four on DraftKings. That's gonna be five Damn, and a half shit. in a second. DraftKings, of course. I am I am betting it right now. Yeah, Damn, I'm taking I'm taking uh, it now too. That might be on my best best bets as well. Squad ride? Literally yeah. doesn't make any sense. Once it comes on my Freaking offshore books. What's that like? What's oh, that here like? it is. Minus four. Yeah. Damn, it's minus four in my fucking book now. What's yeah. that meme? It's like when he like looks at you, like you know, they like look at each other like this or whatever. That like real or whatever. It's like, are we oh, sure we're betting IPFW? Dude, we're not actually gonna bet Purdue Fort Wayne the Mastodons. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like there's two brothers on TikTok. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, I don't want to bet Purdue Fort Wayne and throw three units on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd be really terrible if I click submit bet on this, but I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Minus four, I think that's. I don't. I won't go higher than four. Four is kind of pushing it, but um, I think it'll probably go up. But I wouldn't lay four and a half or five. Um, Might win by a hundred. They might, but it kind of just it kind of <laughs> reeks a little bit. I kind of want to keep it within like one possession and a free throw. I don't want to yeah. be going six points or something like that's that could get a little dicey. A three especially on a neutral minus court. one ten too. That's it moves so fast. Damn. I think that line. That, I mean, that's gonna get steamed. Like it has to get steamed. Yeah, it's three thirty game. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Is that the only game by itself too? Pretty much. I don't know. Tomorrow's kind of fucking loaded. Yeah, no, the games are starting at 10 30. Um, yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's Gardner Webb. There's a lot, of, uh, there's a lot of games going on. There's a lot that tip off at four. So there'll be yeah, games going on. But... in the chat saying FanDuel's got three and a half right now. FanDuel yep, doesn't work. That's what I... It doesn't load up. That's what Check I got. It. Can you bet it in there or no? No, yeah. I uh, I DraftKings and like Barcelona Sportsbook. I was I can go on there and. Uh, um, look at stuff. But... You can look, but you can't place. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. We got to talk about the uh, shout out Butterbear bringing this up. I totally forgot about this. Um, Sacred Heart UMBC, the 10, 10 a.m. game. How are we betting this? I, I kind of like Sacred Heart. We talked about this, or I talked about this um, with one of my buddies, um, DC Bets. He likes Sacred Heart. I think for me, what I was talking about is the over in this game. Um, UMBC is the fastest in terms of possession length. They're legit first at 13 seconds per um, possession, which is just insane. Um, and Sacred Heart's uh, 115th, so they're pretty good, or pretty fast as well. Sacred Heart um, puts up points. I mean, obviously put up 95 against a D2, but then they played Iona and put up 81 Holy Cross, so I think it's going to be a pretty you know decent team. Obviously, they're not going to make a lot of noise, but um, they put up 84 on them. Their three-point percentage is fourth in the country at 48.7. Um, their effective field goal percentage is 56th. UMBC, obviously not that super gifted offensively. They only put up um, 65 or 59, sorry, in that loss to Maris. But then we saw on opening day when they played Louisville, they put up 93 points. Um, so I don't know, again, if that's just more of Louisville being that shit. Um, but if they can have even like, a, you know, 70% of that offense uh, versus Louisville, I don't see why this game won't go over. I think it's a super high total, but. Yeah, it's um, 160 right now. Juiced under 116. That's super fucking high. 116 and a half, sorry. If I had to I pick a side, it. I would lean that way. I wouldn't. I. 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 I'd root for some points. I mean, 11 a.m. is kind of a scary over t- time, like to take the over 11 a.m. Like you know, just random. But also, there it's 11 a.m. People, you know, there's an also a cap to that as well. One thing to point out though, um, is that Sacred Heart likes to shoot the three. Um, UMBC defends the three very well as well. I think that's going to be the. X factor is like Jay Billis and all those guys say is like the X factor in this game is definitely going to be how well the Sacred Heart shoot the three and if UMBC the X factor is are they going to make their shots or not? Yeah, yeah. The X factor is will there be defense played? Yeah, it's going to be like whoever puts the more points in for sure. Like you know, but I mean, I I seriously mean that though about the, the the three point percentage. I mean, UMBC defends it really well on the perimeter. 
Um, that's the only thing that they really compliment on their basketball. I mean, they're okay uh, at forcing turnovers, very middle of the road, a little above, a little above average. But yeah, Sacred Heart, top five team in shooting three-point percentage um, in the country. We'll see if yeah. UMBC can defend it being a top 30 team. I think that's that's where it's going to come down to it. And UMBC doesn't shoot free throws well either. So I think that's why they lost against Louisville watching that game because we all had the money line sprinkled, but the cover was straight. So Yeah, I mean, you're right, and um... – Cigarettes defense, or sorry, UMBC's three point defense being that good. Um, and free throws will definitely come into play in a tight game like this. Um, yeah, UMBC shot 54% from the line against Louisville, so that definitely bit him in the ass. The flip side of it is Sacred Heart can't defend the three at all. UMBC is okay at shooting three, but they shoot, I mean, they shoot multi, most of their shots are in two pointers, but yeah, but 34% as a team from three, like. It, it, it's good probably, yeah, it's, yeah yeah One it's, middle, it's middle of the road it's 141st so they're top you know top half of the country so it's not like they're bad by any means yeah we'll just huh. see if we'll see what they do on that that front i think it'll come down to the three points on both sides for sure definitely um i'm looking here at umbc's opponents three-pointers game only 16 and a half that's 37th in the country so they haven't yeah. seen a ton of them they're not uh it's not like they've seen 25 attempts a game or something. So um, skewed data. We got skewed it, data. I mean, it's it's going to happen early in the season. But I mean, if you just look at that, they haven't defended it a bunch, so that might skew their, those numbers a little bit. Um, especially when they played Louisville, Marist, and then Penn State, New York. So um, I definitely lean Sacred Heart in this one. Um, they play better, better opponents. Went to Iona, lost by seven, and then you beat Holy Cross uh, at Holy Cross after the Georgetown win. Um, granted Georgetown's not that great, but it's a P five win for a, a mid major. So, um, on the road. So that's impressive. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like points. I think sacred heart, uh, kind of, uh, writes, writes that three point defense for uh UMBC, but I don't think sacred Heart's going to shoot 50% from three point land again tomorrow, but are you, are you sure sacred heart can go into Chesapeake employees insurance arena? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's so bad. It, 11 a.m. Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. That's a that's a standalone game for an hour. There be square. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Well, I, I have guess, no read. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I have I have nothing now. I might uh, I might. Eh, who am I kidding? I'm definitely gonna. I'm either playing this or the North Texas game, but uh, I will be playing Vermont. Still pick them um, on on DK. I'm saying so. I want to keep. I want to shout out a quick game, and that's probably gonna be my last couple. But Gardner Webb Weber State is gonna be a good game. I don't know what the over under is on it. I have to look it up, but that's gonna be a good game on both sides. It's only one thirty nine. I know Weber State is slow at the basketball. They just got done playing with St. Mary's, but I foresee that. May write it right. I'm not gonna bet the over. Um, but I, I'm, I just want to call that game out. Those are two really good teams in the um, mid-majors conference. Weber State laying four. Uh, I kind of lean the points. The, off of the miracle St. Mary's win too. It kind of yeah. And Webb's been pretty damn good lately too. If they, I remember, they've been. They've also they've warmed up with Arkansas and Baylor. It's at a neutral site as well. There's no home court advantage. Mont. 
Con NB. I think that's Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah, New Brunswick. So we'll see. That'll be a fun yeah, game to watch. Holy, that's yeah, a, I don't think anyone in the country has played a tougher schedule than Gardner Webb. <laughs> like, no. holy hell. At Arkansas and at Baylor. Kept them both within 20. I mean, 20 on the road to, to Arkansas. They put up 68. Then they lost by 15 at Baylor, 62. Um, you know, those aren't those aren't embarrassing losses by any means. And, and they stayed fairly competitive in them. So, um, I don't know. Weaver State, neutral court off of the miracle St. Mary's win. Kind of like Gardner-Webb in that. Yeah, it's, it's Gardner-Webb's defense is absolute mud water. I mean – that's the only thing that, that – uh, but the, the, those stats that are showing defenses for Arkansas and Baylor. Um, I'm just wor- – I think I think the points are, might be a little scary just due to Weber State's pace of play. Um, but that's that's data skewed as well just because they've played St. Mary's. So, I don't know. Maybe the, I think the read is, is potentially the over and hope that this game is like 70-something, 70, and there's your cover. Yeah, I'm looking at this uh... – Gardner Webb, so they played Arkansas, Baylor, and then Erskine. They walloped them by 40. 14.3% turnover. It's top 70 in the country. Um, they don't they don't give the ball away. And they're they're three-point defense, 25.9%, 53rd in the country. So they played those two teams and they kind of held them in check and they, they haven't been given the ball away. Um like I I, you know, I think I just talked myself into Gardner Webb plus four. Neutral I'll four take coming off the insane. I'll fade. I'll fade my. Uh, I'll fade my own system of neutral court unders and saying uh, maybe just rooting for the points there, just so I can relax on it. But could be another live spot. Where I need to be. I'm normally I'm decent at geography. Where the hell is New Brunswick, Canada? Oh my gosh, New Brunswick is literally almost in Greenland. So maybe that that fair is Gardner Webb a little better. Eastern Standard Time still. Man, I, don't, I think. Like that's all the way up in Nova Scotia where they're playing. Yep, and they're playing in Canada. Weaver State's got to go far for there now, given they haven't played since Sunday, so they're both warming up for that travel. But, they beat that's, that's hilarious. Benedictine Mesa <laughs> and St. Mary's on a crazy... Hello, play. Canada. Gardner-Webb, Weaver State. <laughs> Welcome. Let's go. I love it. Then they got to play Yale on Saturday and then Colgate, so... They got some games coming up, but I don't know. Call me nasty, but I kind of like Gardner Webb just from that whole that whole angle of coming off the win, and they've played arguably like the toughest schedule in the country. Yeah, I like it. I like it, and I'll root for the points too. I'll tell you. Weaver only laying four against dog shit Gardner Webb. Come on, it'll go to six. Don't even bet it right now. That that's gonna move towards Weaver State. I bet, but. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm putting that on my sheet. It's not going to be yeah. a best bet, but you can bet your ass. I I am betting our, betting Gardner Webb tomorrow. You can bet your ass. I'm going to find that on Hulu tomorrow and see how many Canadians are watching some great basketball. We're presenting oh, hockey jerseys everywhere. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. I guess uh, you guys just want to hop in. You guys got your three best uh, best yep. of some plays that you're looking at tomorrow. Yep. I'll go first. Uh, we talked about Miami. I'm going to lay the six and a half with Miami. Um, we also touched on San Diego State. I'm going to go with the team total. I think it's going to be 64, 65 and a half. I like it at either one. Um, and then, like I just said, I already locked up IPFW minus three and a half. So those are going to be my three best bets for tomorrow. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Iowa team total over. Uh, we don't have it, so I just will lay the points. The total's already moving, 172. It's now hitting. Um, I have AM minus 19 and a half as well. We're, we're going to take um, some big spreads, and then I'm going to take San Diego State money line um, against St. Mary's tomorrow. Um, I may have different best bets by Twitter, but those are my three best bets early reads. All right, Trevor, what are your three best bets? Round us out. Cinderella All right, midnight. All right my three best going to be Butler plus eight, and uh, don't be afraid to hit the money line. I think they give Michigan State a game, and I think they, they have a legitimate chance at, at winning that game. Um, I got Vermont pick them um, first. God, I just had this here. St. Louis, um, better rebounding. John Becker, they can shoot. I'm going to back him again after that crazy game they had today. And St. Louis, um, shout out Butterbear again. Um, St. Louis got out shots or out rebounded by 13, and then Wyoming shot 14% from three. So um, I don't think that'll continue again for Vermont. And uh, Vermont responded nicely today after they uh, went cold. And then I'm with Nick, IPFW minus, uh, I'm seeing minus four. So I'm going to have to ride uh, minus four. But um, yeah, I, I like IPFW. I don't see how Northern Arizona. Kind of hangs in this game. Maybe they do for a little bit, but at some point, IPFW's got to pull away. They're just a better team, um, and they're just they're playing much better ball right now. So that's where I'm, I'm sitting. Yeah, they'll probably be on my tweet my tweet for best bets, but I mean, we might just do that as a squad ride. I think right, we're one and one on squad squad rides. Try to get to two and one. I like it. Yep, I love it. Hell yeah! Well. uh yeah, any other games that you guys have your eyes on? Oh, IUPUI is uh, no. I was just about to say IUPUI. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was I was just looking at it. That, that that game's gonna go crazy. I, I think all eyes are gonna be on IUPUI. I mean, I mean, this is their year in destiny. They just got for some reason they were 17 and a half plus against Indiana State. They lost by almost 40. I don't know anything about Elon. I I can't bet this game. No one should bet uh, this Elon. Game. I had Elon the uh, day two they beat or game two they beat Eastern Tennessee and they got incredibly lucky. So let's I have, just take I the under. I'm just root for bad basketball. Let's just take the under and hope it's like 60, 60 something. I don't oh, know. hold on, we're forgetting a major game here. Florida, Grand Florida, Canyon, San Francisco. Oh, and that too. But Grand Canyon, San Francisco. That is a banger game. It's. I think it's neutral, but it's definitely not in Grand Canyon, unfortunately. That place is rocking. That place is rocking. It's. I went to the Waste Manager Open, and it's not too far. From, I mean, in, in in Glendale, right, or Scottsdale, or something. Uh, I yeah, there. I think it's Glendale, but I could be wrong. It's in Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix. So. Oh fuck, Bryce Drew's the coach too. I didn't even know that. That's hilarious. Yes, yeah, Drew, brother. Dude, I remember, I remember last year they had. Uh, or the year before they were at the tournament, then they had to borrow Baylor's practice unis because their <laughs> their uniform guy forgot theirs. Yeah, the, yeah, I do, I do remember that. Um, God, that what the four, the one forty four is fun. Yeah. <sighs> Feels like points. I mean, San Francisco can put the ball in, and they don't really play fantastic defense. Well, I guess they do, but they've played St. Francis and Bethesda, lost by five at Boise State. Yeah, they're not the same team as like the last few years of scoring like 80 and 90, like consistently like in the, in the whack, but grand Canyon's going to force them to almost, I feel like, which makes me like the points, but grand Canyon's 62% inside the arc. They're good. 
Grand Canyon's good. Forty percent rebound. Yeah. No, I know they've been good this year, but they've also they haven't played at SEMO, Northern Arizona. They beat Northern Four. Arizona by fucking thirty-four. That makes me feel good about the oh, IPFW is going to roll them by 25-30. Grand Canyon may be the edge too. Just there is a semi-home neutral kind of vibe to it, even though it's in Glendale. We'll see if they travel well. I have no clue if they travel well. So <laughs> they don't really play much, but they return a lot of guys. If I'm not mistaken, they could be a nice team to make a run this year potentially. Nice sleeper team. USF turns the ball over. They're the worst, one of the worst teams in turnover percentage too. Now they played Boise State. That game was horrible. Again, Raheem didn't even call a timeout. I think he was just letting them kind of work through it, and they did not work through it. <laughs> they were they were bad. I think it was kind of just a, a let them learn type of uh, experience because he he did not call timeout. He didn't seem like he cared too too much. Obviously, he cared, but it wasn't like he was like, all right, we got to get back into this game. Kind of just left them out there to kind of do their thing. So, well, I might roll Grand Canyon. Uh, well, might have to add that too. I may have multiple best bets. Maybe do double best bets because this slate is so awesome tomorrow. Grand Canyon minus three and a half may have to be the play, or over one forty four. We'll figure it out. Definitely figure it out. But uh, yeah, we'll have this uh, tweeted out and uh, get our best bets tweeted out. But. Uh, Butter Bear, Sports Better. Thanks for joining us in the chat. You guys are, you guys are legends. First day of the show. I'm going live. You guys are here. So we appreciate you. Um, yeah. Do you guys got anything else? Otherwise, we'll, we'll skedaddle out of here tonight. Nope. Just make sure to follow at Pump Fake Pod on Twitter. We'll post all the best bets and everything. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it.